0: Welcome in Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Um, again, I'm your host, Alex Clancy. A um, lot to talk about. Head coaching search is heating up. And this is a fascinating time for Arizona Cardinals fans, media members, and the players, the employees, because this is something we haven't witnessed in a while. We checked one of the boxes that we were watching. Monty Austin Fort, the new GM of the Arizona Cardinals. Check. Exterior hire. Check. Michael Bidwell seems to have made a 180. Check at this point. Okay. There's still a huge step that needs to be fulfilled before we can determine if Michael Bidwell truly sees a different vision for this organization moving forward. The head coach decision is obviously massive. Obviously massive. And there's so many different ways that Michael Bidwell and Monte Austin Ford can go. I titled this podcast, Pass on Peyton, Root for Ryan's, Fair on Flores. I'm gonna talk about Sean Payton in the first segment. D'Amico Ryan's in the second, and Brian Flores in the third. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy, man. Pick two to five players, and if they'll score more or less in their prize Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 bucks with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. So, multiple reports. Reports out there not only have Sean Payton commanding 20 to $25 million a year salary, but Mickey Loomis and the New Orleans Saints are reported to be requesting two first-round picks as the trade value for Sean Payton. When did Sean Payton become Vince Lombardi? When did Sean Payton become Tom Landry? When did Sean Payton become Bill Belichick? Now, Sean Payton is one of the best coaches we've seen over the last 20 years in the, in, in the NFL. Absolutely. Okay, this is not taking away from what he did with a perennially losing franchise in the New Orleans Saints. Took Drew Brees, who the Chargers chose Phillip Rivers over, had a shoulder concern, Miami balked, took Dante Culpepper, and he ended up in New Orleans, and Sean Payton, and Drew Brees made beautiful music. 10 out of 15 winning seasons. And the last couple were with a Drew Brees that wasn't at full strength. So what Sean Payton did offensively specifically and culturally specifically, built a winner, built a Titan for a a good period of time, a decade and a half in New Orleans. They won division titles. They won a Super Bowl. They were on the tail end of a freak play in the Minneapolis Miracle. They probably would have made the Super Bowl that year. They were the victims of one of the most egregious non-calls in NFL history. Happened to be in a playoff game. But remember, that game went to overtime. Drew Brees threw an interception, and they lost that game. That wasn't a walk-off moment. Then the year after, against the Vikings, Kyle Rudolph, used the push-off to catch the game-winning touchdown, which, of course, went against the New Orleans Saints. So the Saints were kind of a cursed franchise, a little bit with a couple bounces here and there. Maybe the Saints would have won another Super Bowl or two. Maybe. What Sean Payton meant to the city of New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina can never be understated, okay? What he did for that organization can never be understated. Having said that, this isn't 15 years ago. They won a Super Bowl over a decade ago, had many exits after what people expected would have been Super Bowl runs for that team. Commanding 25, 20 to $25 million a year and commanding two first round picks to be traded for, I just feel like is too much. That was a long-winded way of saying too much. Well, it's not your money. It's Michael Bidwell's money. He would get some, he would get creative, he would get control over player personnel with Monty Austin for He'd have, he'd, you know, usher in what will save Kyler Murray, make him elite, and make this offense tick again. Sure, on paper, fantastic storyline. Sure, not my money. And what I've been saying for the last week and a half is I have this weird sneaking suspicion that it's kind of an homage to when veteran players would come to play for the Cardinals for a payday and retire. Terrell Suggs was the last one. I know he got injured, but they paid him seven mil for one year. He played a couple games, got injured, got cut, won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Golf, weather, power, a lot of money. That's what I see Sean Payton is seeing when choosing the Arizona Cardinals. And that's not what you want from a head coach. Does he deserve the money? I don't know. How important is a head coach to an organization in the NFL? Very valuable. But $20 to $25 million seems more like a power play, seems more like a, you know what? I'm coming out of retirement for this. I've been on TV. I can make plenty of money doing that. Pay me for my services, and I will give you the world. That's what $20 to $25 million says to me. And I just don't know with how fragile the Cardinals ecosystem is right now. Coming off a tough year, a lot of injuries, a lot of question marks, just firing their head coach and their GM. Well, I'm sure Steve Kahn will be, be back in some capacity with the organization, as he very well should be with the amount of time that he's been a part of the organization. It seems like a lot of added pressure. it seems like a lot of added pressure. Like you could see the storylines. Now you paid $20 million for this. Well, it must be Kyler Murray's fault. If Sean Payton can't do it, do the Cardinals need that. Now on the flip side, if it were to work, they pay him, they, they give him you know, whatever a second this year and a first in 2024 and 2025, which you would expect to be late first round picks. Because if Sean Payton were to come in, this offense were to boom. And then, you know, the draft picks and, you know, trading a late first round pick is a lot different, a lot more palatable than trading an early first round pick. And he comes in and the Cardinals win 10 games a year for the next five years. That's possible. Absolutely. But the flip side of it far outweighs the pressure that could turn into diamonds as opposed to fracturing an already fragile ecosystem. And that's, why I'm hesitant to get on board with 20 to 25 million and two first round picks. Who am I not hesitant to get on board with? I've been screaming it from the mountaintops. I've been imploring this gentleman to be hired as the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And I, I'm going to talk about said perfect fit for the Arizona Cardinals. Next, locked on Cardinals, your team, every day. Another perfect fit is betonline.net. Betonline.net continues to be the number one source for all your sports wagering information. Daily podcasts, they've got them. They've got wagers on all sports, amateur, professional, college basketball, NBA, Major League Baseball when it comes back. NFL playoffs, anybody they've got you covered there. Go to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Another thing that bet online has that others don't is they have what's the coach that's next to be fired odds? The negative odds is what people become the negative storyline ones that other books don't necessarily have. Bet online's got you covered. go to bet online right now to check all the trends in action. bet online where the game starts. Now, I don't want to be a, this total naysayer. Alex Clancy, Lockdown Cardinals. Uh, please like, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thanks for hanging out. I was doing Twitter spaces today. So Thought it'd be kind of fun to do it that way also. Please like, subscribe, uh, turn the notifications on the YouTube channel. Um, daily content, year-round here, Locked On Cardinals. Um, if Sean Payton were to become the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, it's not like, uh, whoa, they hired Cliff Kingsbury? It's not going to be one of those. He's got the history. He's got the resume. That's not what this is about. What it comes down to it for me is, aside from money, aside from draft capital, it's what's important to Sean Payton. Is it control above all else? Is it the ability to play golf on his off days above all else? What you don't want from any position of power is somebody who has 70% in, 30% quality of life. And I'm not saying that's what it would be, but when he wants to coach in a warm weather place and he loves playing golf and he's coming out of the the TV world and he's looking for a huge payday, I just can't shake the idea of him coming to an organization that has issues and needs help and has that undersized, quote-unquote, quarterback that he's helped already take to superstardom in Drew Brees with Kyler Murray. It's more than that for this organization. This organization needs healing. This organization needs a positive direction immediately. And that's without Kyler Murray probably to start the 2023 season. They need a hard reset, which is what's begun. And they need a coach that's all in. And it's not just about the paycheck. And it's not just about the you know the the team that he's coming from that's going to trade him, the, the draft capital that's going to be needed. And it's not just that Arizona has beautiful weather eight months out of the year with bountiful amounts of golf year round. It's not just about that. It needs to be everything. It needs to be, dare I say, a Cliff Kingsbury work ethic, first in, last out. And I don't know if Sean Payton is that guy to fit the avatar for the future of the Arizona Cardinals head coach position. I don't know. I just don't. Root for Ryan's part two in my soliloquy of 28 minutes here on Lockdown Cardinals on Wednesday. I'm rooting for D'Amico Ryan to be head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Well, he's a first, he'd be a first-year head coach. Yeah. He's going to be a first-year and a longtime head coach somewhere. Well, how do you know? Look at him on the sidelines in San Francisco, and you tell me he's not already head coach of half of the side of the ball. That man is already ready to be a head coach. He got offered jobs last year, and he said no. I understand building something special completely, and they are in San Francisco because, in my opinion, by all accounts, the San Francisco defense is the most feared side of any side of the football offense or defense in the NFL, not even including the teams that are left and those that who aren't. I take them over Joe Burrow's offense. I take them over Josh Allen's offense. I take them over Patrick Mahomes offense as the most feared 11 on the field at any point of any game. And he leads the charge. Well, well, Robert Sala did the same thing. So what would make you think that Robert Sala, that he's not just going to be another Robert Sala? Do you see what Robert Sala has done in New York? It's a slow burn for organizations who aren't winning. And what Robert Sala has done, he's a quarterback away. Seemingly overnight, culture shift. Dan Campbell, culture shift in Detroit. It's not about wins and losses to begin with. That defense, Dan Campbell, that's the worst defense in the NFL, by far. Doesn't matter. It's a culture shift. Players are going to want to go play for Dan Campbell. Players are going to want to go play for Robert Sala. And you can bet it all the players are going to want to play for D'Amico Ryan. And that's one thing that the Arizona Cardinals have been lacking. The passive income is what I call it the passive income of free agents wanting to come to play in Arizona, not because they're going to get a huge payday and retire, not because they're traded here, but because they look at the list of teams like, you know what, I want to go play there. It doesn't happen for the Cardinals. Good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter. It's a fact. It doesn't happen as potently as other organizations. Sure, teams in Texas and Florida have a leg up a little bit because they don't have state income tax. I understand. But the Cardinals don't have that passive income of free agents wanting to come play here with as much veracity as other teams. And it's not just about other teams winning and losing. Look at Jacksonville. No state income tax baby, it's a perk. I understand that. But if you have somebody like Demico Ryan's leading the charge, I think immediately the Arizona Cardinals will be looked at as a more respected franchise. I just do. This guy, so let me go down the laundry list, and it's two or three things that are very important. One, he's been, he's led the best defense in the NFL the last couple of years. He has. Number two, he was an inside linebackers coach in San Francisco before getting promoted to defensive coordinator. Hmm, I can think of two inside linebackers that maybe one should be moved out of that position forever in Isaiah Simmons and another who has Pro Bowl in his blood in Zayvon Collins that could use a little massaging, a little manicuring to really get him to the next level. Hmm, That's interesting. And most importantly, aside from leadership skills and stability and everything that D'Amico Ryans would bring, he's played in this NFL He's played defense against offenses that are given pretty much all carte blanche to get all the penalties called for them. He played till 2015. Sure, not at the highest level as when he was when he came into the league. He's been on the field against offenses like this. He knows how to scheme against offenses like this. And that's something that's getting overlooked in the fact that, well, he's a first year head coach. Why not hire you know somebody else? Why not hire Frank Reich? Why not hire Brian Flores? Why not hire you know whoever? D'Amico Ryans, and I've said this from day one, this isn't like, oh, check the receipts, man. I don't care about that. I have unwavering support and said from day one, D'Amico Ryans, it's not should be the guy needs to be the guy the cardinals need what D'Amico Ryans can offer and it doesn't matter what Frank's record was oh it's not his fault they had three different veteran quarterbacks who were you know mulling retirement in the last couple of years I guess save Carson Wentz oh what about Brian Flores he's got the ties the the you know the New England ties what a decade ago with the Arizona Cardinals new GM And it wasn't his fault in Miami. You know, the owner was trying to get in the tank, you know, allegedly, and the talent wasn't there. And, you know, they had players calling their agents saying, get me out of here after they lose by 40 opening week to Baltimore. I understand. It's all noise. They're interviewing Brian Flores this week. I would They're interviewing D'Amico Ryans, I should say, this week. If that interview goes well, I do not let him leave the state of Arizona to go back home to prep for their Sunday night football game against the Cowboys without a contract signed. I don't care what Sean Payton's doing. I think D'Amico Ryans, without real competition, is the 1,000% best choice for the Arizona Cardinals. Leadership, accountability, That defense will elevate right when he walks in the building. And it will be a shift in what the Cardinals have experienced over the last handful of years into a winning way that will have a defensive anchor as head coach. And the last thing I'll mention, because I'm going long, is one of the things is, oh, you know, what about offense? It's Kyler Murray. You know, you paid him all that money. I understand you paid him all that money. How is the offense going to tick? Offensive coordinator, I think would be the best tandem would be Frank Reich, because a lot of times you know it it, it's, it it happens. But head coach gets fired, has kind of a ho hum end of the season, gets replaced by somebody who's never coached before in Jeff Saturday. If he could turn around this offense with the Arizona Cardinals next season. You'd get a five year job anywhere. The Cardinals are on the precipice of being a reclamation project, but there are so many different hurdles that need to be jumped over until they get into that arena. D'Amico Ryan's Frank Reich to the moon. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. The final name that's been hot, and I think he's the odds on ever to get the job now, is Brian Flores. Why I'm fair on Flores, I will hit that next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. There's one thing that I'm definitely not fair on, and that's Bill Bar. Okay, Bill Bar has been with us forever. I love Bill Bar. Okay, they're the best tasting protein bars on the planet. They're the healthiest candy bars on the planet. They say that sometimes as well. Macros are through the roof: 130 calories, four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. They're all covered in chocolate. So if you've got your you know holiday 15 and you still got the sweet, you know, you still got the sweets in you. Try a built Bar instead. They're better for you. you lose some weight. If you need it for a snack, you want it for a meal replacement, whatever. And you know, I, I we've been talking about for years that you go to built.com, get your box, get it delivered. Now you don't have to. Go to Walmart, go in the pharmacy section. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. Yes, these things are good for you, okay? If you're close to Sam's Club, Get a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro, okay? Thank you, later. This is absolutely fascinating, what's going to happen with the Arizona Cardinals over the next week or so. It's fascinating. Alex Knighty, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please follow me on Twitter as well. Like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Um, Locked on Cardinals. Um, I didn't realize that I would have such angst against Sean Payton becoming the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. It's been creeping on. Now, again, if Sean Payton gets hired as the Arizona Cardinals head coach, I'd be like, okay. Like, I understand why they would hire him. I just feel like the hunger level from him – comes in different ways one power to money a first-time head coach will have control over the team won't have that 20 million dollar price tag and will be able to build what he wants to build for the future of the arizona cardinals and will be given the blessing of michael bidwell upon signing the arizona cardinals need an I don't, a veteran-laden coaching staff. Now, with Vance Joseph, I don't think he'd be a fit for the head coaching job. If they want to, if they want him as the as the DC moving forward, 100. percent I have no problem with that whatsoever. And I've been a Vance Joseph truther all the points against last year. I put a lot of that blame on the offense for being completely anemic. Even you know, after even before when Kyler Murray when Kyler Murray was healthy. Pretty much post-Kyler Murray injury, everything's kind of out the window for optics and things like that because, you know, that's not what the full team should look like. But you give me D'Amico Ryans and Frank Reich with Vance Joseph, giddy up. Giddy up. That is a stable foundation for the future of this team, even if Frank Reich is only here for a year or two. and I think that that's important to understand that the Cardinals don't have to hire an offensive minded head coach. I know I've seen the graphics. I've watched football the last 12 years, 10 years, 12 years. It's an offensive league. You know what a good defense does? It allows Mr. Irrelevant to thrive. And that's not taking anything away from Brock Purdy whatsoever. He has elevated whatever they wanted him to be eons. Different atmosphere. And yes, having skill position players like they have helps, but the defense sets the tone for all of it. So does a good, you know, front seven and one of the better offensive lines in football, drafting well helps, but having a good defense allows the offense to thrive. I've said this myriad times to the point of nausea, to the point of, you know, making other people nauseous, including myself, The defense last year for the Cardinals was built to set the table for the offense to eat and the offense fasted the majority of the season, which made the defense look terrible. Imagine if the defense was built to thrive and the offense was able to take more chances. And I'm not talking about third and five go routes. I'm not talking about wide receiver screens abound. I'm talking about allowing the offense to elevate to a level that we haven't seen. A good defense should be the heartbeat of any team that wins, regardless of what year we're in. And this isn't like a, you know, oh, defense, run the ball, win Super Bowls. That's not what I'm talking about. It's a very fluid definition of what makes the best formulated NFL team in 2023. But if you have a guy like D'Amico Ryan's come in and change the trajectory of this organization from what it's been the last four years, I feel like it would be the best course of action. Now, the leader in the clubhouse right now, odds-on-wise, is Brian Flores, according to some. Ties with Monty Austin Fort, Super Bowls in New England, the Patriot Way, Yaga, yabba, 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 yabba Got it. Okay, if they were to hire Brian Flores, is it a bad choice? Absolutely not. Is it a, you know, that who will remain nameless? That kind of hire? No, it's not. But... I do think that hiring for the Patriot way to hire for the Patriot way, you can can do better. Now, if he's the most, if he interviews the best and if he has the best vision for the future, sure. But a front of the line pass at Disneyland because you're a New England Patriot, you know, former employee, I think that's dumb. Should Brian Flores have been fired in Miami? No. Should he have gotten a DC job somewhere else besides? You know, being a defensive advisor in Pittsburgh? Absolutely. So I'm not saying that Brian Flores is not equipped or not, you know, uh, able to be a head coach. Not at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I do think that even if it feels a little wrong to hire somebody like D'Amico Ryans because there's no tie between GM and head coach. There's no tie between anything. Who cares? Michael Bidwell needs to try everything the opposite of what he's done over the last decade. Everything. From the seeds planted all the way to trimming the leaves up top. Everything. Because this organization is fractured. Not beyond reproach, not beyond repair. But this organization needs change. They need different. They need 180 from everything we've experienced over the last decade. Sure, there's been winning. Yes, there was an NFC Championship game appearance. Yes, there were a bunch of wins. Absolutely. Some of the best moments in the history for Arizona Cardinals fans have happened since 2013, a thousand percent. And just like I've said about Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury could put together a great movie trailer with his play calling. But the majority of the time, the movie wasn't that great. You say the same thing about Steve Keim to the nth degree, Steve Kimes' peaks? Very few GMs have seen higher over the last decade, aside from winning a Super Bowl. Getting DeAndre Hopkins for a second and a fourth, and having the Texans take on David Johnson's contract. Trading for Zach Ertz for a late pick. Trading for Marcus Golden for a sixth-round pick for two years with great production. Trading for Rodney Hudson for a third-round pick, even though that contract was voided by the Raiders and he was going to go onto the open market anyways. He didn't want to have a, you know, a a bidding war. So they traded a third round pick for Rodney Hudson, but he was the anchor for this team for, I don't know, a year and a half. Signing Bruce Arians, hiring Bruce Arians as head coach, which seemed kind of outside the box, even though people have been pining for him to be a head coach for years. Those things are signing Chris Johnson. Like he's had massive wins, but those wins came at massive costs for the future of this team, not only salary cap wise, but personnel wise. So everything that's happened for the Arizona Cardinals for the last decade needs to be done opposite. Try some wrong. Stick to the 180. And because of that, I think Brian Flores would be a good hire for the Cardinals. And you know what the Cardinals need? A home run out of the park. Higher. And for me, that's D'Amico Ryan's interviewing with the Cardinals this week. We'll see what happens. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.